Kushner, monumental week. Truly my comedy hero, one of my favorite comedians, a woman that I've looked up to since I started comedy, is on the podcast this week. Jessica Kirsten, amazing comedian, Comedy Central special, has been in a bunch of movies. She's just so fantastic. We talk about her lesbian baby mama drama and a lot of topics around being a gay parent and her kids. It's, it's just a fabulous episode. She's so funny. I love her so much, and I felt so honored that she wanted to do the pod. Um, obviously, I'm going on tour. I'm in Milwaukee this week, then Philadelphia, Ohio, Minneapolis, Pittsburgh, and then Irvine coming up, and I'm sure we're going to be adding a bunch soon, actually. And then, of course, Patreon.com, fund my special, fund this podcast. Uh, we're expanding the team. We did expand the team. It is expanded. Limitless abundant universe of expansion please donate listener this episode is brought to you by helix my absolute favorite mattress i am getting the best sleep of my life on a helix and you can too if you go over and take their little quiz their two minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you and you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. You love eating box. You mm-hmm. said that like four or five or six times. <laughs> I said it twice. <laughs> I think three I'll say it again. I do. <laughs> no, I have four kids from two baby mamas. Of course, like the religious rights say, I am trying to make all of them gay. <laughs> my ex, Shari, carried my daughter, Zoe, and then Danielle carried uh, Isabella, Madison, and Charlotte. Madison and Charlotte are twins. I mean, my kids are incredible. They're beautiful. I have like my own women's march. I <laughs> Really? When you walked into the apartment, I did dissociate. <laughs> oh my I, god! I've been. I'm not it. even here right now. <laughs> this is all a dream. I'm just dreaming about Jessica Kirsten in my apartment. Um, a lot of people say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That is a very common. It's a meme, actually. Jessica Kirsten walked into my apartment because this. I was saying right before you got here, and I've been playing it very cool. I don't know if you feel that I've been playing it cool. No, you're doing a good job. Okay. <laughs> I'm, cool. I'm always nervous, by the way. So don't, I know you might feel nervous, but I'm a wreck. <laughs> so if that makes you feel any better, I'm filled with fear. But that, So I'm nervous too. But that's just on a day-to-day anxiety level. Well, no, I'm always, like, like I, I can't help you not feel nervous, but I, you're, <laughs> there's nothing, there's I can... no reason to feel nervous to meet me because I'm also nervous because I, you're, you're a big deal too. Like you're. I'm okay. No, you're doing great. Thank you. You are. But there's a, the thing that people don't know is, I don't want to make it sound like it. Having, if you are a comedian in New York City and Jessica Kirsten says, I want to do your show or I want to do your podcast. I said to You Mac, buy a tuxedo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you change your I life. Have, you I, go to prom. I have yeah. a cummerbund in my closet right <laughs> cummerbund. now. Cummerbund. I love um, it. I'm going full black tie. That's a that's like a compliment. That's a really big yeah. compliment. Yeah. And I was saying to Maddie, I would feel more comfortable DMing Demi Lovato <laughs> <laughs> to come do my podcast. Really? Than, than you, because you're so deeply respected. Thank you. As a comedian, and nothing matters more to me. Oh. Like I I mean, obviously, 
if I were a singer, I think asking Demi Lovato to do my to sing with me. Yeah, but yeah. now who gives a shit? <laughs> right, exactly. We had Justin Kirsten. Demi Lovato's like, who's that? But yeah. <laughs> like the, the Demi Lovato. But if you were to sing with Demi Lovato, yeah, that would make you super nervous. Yeah, but to do comedy with you feels like oh, that's really cool. So well, I'm I, glad that you're, I'm really glad you. that you're here. Thank you. That means a lot to me. I always say what I'm thinking in a positive way. That's not like, I always say what's on my mind and it's, I'm proud of you. I know oh we've never, God. I know. Isn't that crazy? I'm, I'm, <laughs> <very> <laughs> I'm fine. I know. <laughs> it's the first thing I thought of, and I'm going to say it because I think it's important to tell people what you're thinking. And a lot of people don't compliment each other and they don't say, you know, positive things. You've worked your I'm, ass I'm, off. I'm weeping. You've <laughs> I'm worked. To, we've you been work, doing this. We barely know each I know. other. We've been I doing know. this podcast for three minutes. I know. And I'm fully weeping. Not even three minutes. <laughs> and I am a female comic, <clears throat> excuse me, who's very, that was so old you. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. No, I'm, I am, I, female comics do not tell other female comics it's enough. true how they feel. They don't support each other enough. I do. I'm known for that. I, I, you I are. really try to support other female comics and you deserve it and you deserve to hear from someone who's been in it a long time. You work really fucking hard. You put so much content out there. You are on the road like I am. You know, I am on the road constantly. It's not easy. You know, I know that a lot of, you hear it from a lot of fans. You hear it from a lot of, you know, you have a ton of fans, obviously. You have a big following. But I don't know if you hear it from a lot of comics. I, I, right, frankly, right, I don't. Right, right. So I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm, you. I'm one who's it. been doing it 23 years. I've been it. I've done it. I've been there. I've done everything. I, I, you, you, I'm proud of you. Thank you. You work really, really hard. And, and it's not easy. It's exhausting. And it's, 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 um, it is debilitating at times. And, uh, and it's emotional and it's, uh, it's just hard. It's hard. And and I see it. Thank you. I'm not, it's not like I, I'm watching it all the time and like I have the time to like sit How and... fucking dare you? <laughs> How dare I know. you not I know. watch my I have hours four and hours kids. of content that I put out? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong but, with you? But I see what you're doing. Thanks. And I, and I, and it's, it's amazing and it's mind blowing and it's, it's a lot of work and, um, and you know, it's great. This is the most comedy shop talk we've ever done in our time. The, the listeners right now are like, where's the pussy? Get to the fucking pussy. <laughs> I'm here for gay sex. Well, see, we want to talk about I'm... women paying it forward with pussy. Ashley has sent a lot of lesbians to my DMs from this show. So <laughs> if you want to talk about paying it forward, That's true. Uh, I appreciate oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's talk about when that. Maddie I love that. When Maddie was on the podcast originally as a guest, I said, this is going to become the running thing because Maddie is a gay virgin. Sorry to put <gasps> out oh, you. Okay. Oh my God. I love talking about that. Yeah. So Maddie's a gay virgin. So so I sent, I said to the entire listenership, I said, please slide into Maddie's DMs. And they've had like- It was shocking. Incredible. So we- we're... How many, like a lot of women? It was like 200 people. <gasps> it was like crazy. I've been like That's so overwhelmed. I, I know you're in a relationship, but I can send them your way too if you're just looking to feel validated. I would love to feel validated <laughs> if anyone, because it really, if you can just slide into my DMs. Respectfully DM, so slide in. Yeah, don't send, me, don't send me like vagina pics. I don't want to- They're it. not sending vagina pics. Yeah, because I'm not a no, gynecologist, was... so I don't want to see like, I don't want to see like, you know, I don't want to see like, 
crabs and all this other kind of shit. <laughs> no, they were so cute. They were like, if you ever want to like come knitting or like, go exactly. to a picnic with me, that's I love come to. knitting. That's like, the it was thing. so cute. That's it was very like, respectful. queer people and women. They're they're respectful when they slide into the DMs. They're not sliding in in a creepy way at all. They're never had them. No, I'd love respectful. to hear compliments. That that's what I. I'm very. I feel. I'm not feeling great. I, and I look. I I feel like I've really taken care of myself. But I'm. Yeah. I feel. I'm not feeling great about myself. Okay, slide in, boost Jessica Kirsten's self-esteem. That's the message of the. <laughs> <laughs> We're just. We're, we're, I'm not just gonna. Is wet. that the camera? I... There's three cameras. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. No, use whichever one you want, <laughs> and we're gonna let Alex. Alex, make a little. Do something with this. We'll do a couple minutes of editing. You just. Look. Oh, I, I that look wasn't good. This. <laughs> That's not a good one for compliments. That, um, also, if you're listening at one? home, you got to go check it out. <laughs> yeah, check it out. <laughs> That's the hinge profile pic right there. <laughs> the hinge just for validation. <laughs> you set up a hinge just to get compliments. So, yeah. So um, so they slid in, asked did you go knitting or for walks. And yeah. Did you find someone that you could? I've been so nervous. I haven't texted anybody back. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but they were all very pretty and cool. Aww. But I'm literally like so nervous to talk to a girl. I don't know. We were talking about this that okay. I'm like. It's so scary. Yeah, it yeah. is. So women scary. are so nice. Well, let's introduce ourselves because we haven't done that. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens. We talk for half an hour and then I'm like, we should probably introduce who we are. Uh, copy the format. I'm going to go first. Uh, 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 what's up, Bottom Nation? I call, They're called Bottom Nation. What's up, Bottom Nation? It's your top, Ashley Gavin. Thanks for listening. We're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. We're having gay sex with Jessica Kirsten today. What an honor. I will remember this forever. Um, I'm go- I'm so glad you're doing it in my studio. Apartment. I'm laughing at the beginning. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I'm a mess. They, but they know. It's just a furball. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm hacking up. I'm hacking up pubes from last night. <laughs> All right, so good to have you here. <laughs> I'm pulling them out of my teeth. Uh, cis gay white woman. She her pronouns. Tour dates. Patreon.com/slash/whgs. And then, as always. <laughs> We got our hall monitor over here. What's up? The gay, gay virgin. Love that time. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to follow me the rest of my life. Uh, They're getting an A plus in canceling me so I can get an A plus in going down on you. It is Maddie Wiener. Hello. What a uh, great name. <laughs> The hall uh, monitor or the, the gay, Maddie Wiener? Wiener. Okay. Maddie I'm Maddie Wiener. Wiener, the gay virgin hall monitor. And uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm going to get laid so much from this. I seem so cool right now. Uh, <laughs> um, she, they pronouns. You know, we're figuring that part we're out. We're figuring out our gender. Uh, and yeah, good to be here. I'm a comic also. I got tour dates on my Instagram. Yes, go. Maddie T. Wiener. Yeah. And then, There's not much more to me. And do, do you mind introducing yourself to the people who might not know you? Sure, I'm Rosie O'Donnell. Um, <laughs> no, keep going. The Gen Z kids, they have no fucking idea that that's not true. And I, I, I disassociate too. So I want you to tell me what I should say after that. Because I want to say the pronouns. I'm she, her pronouns. But I'm Jessica Kirsten. Um, lesbian. I'm a, yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I'm very much a lesbian. Yeah. Um, I love eating box. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and I, and I, uh, what else? I'm, what else can I say? You're um, Jewish. You're white. I am. I'm Jewish. Yes. I'm oh, hey. non, non-religious. <laughs> yeah. Um, was brought up reformed. Uh, I was bat mitzvahed. Um, I would be more religious, but to them, I'm a sinner because I eat box. Yeah. Love eating it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's been a little while because I have young kids. Yeah. How old are you? We don't have a lot of 
parents on the podcast. Yeah. Which I want more of. I want more diversity of like life. Yeah. That's stages good. of life or whatever. But- I don't know how many I have at this point. I have <laughs> No, I have four kids from two baby mamas. You know, I say I'm like a rapper. I call myself Lil Jew. You're Jewish too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Also Woo-hoo. not religious. Yeah. yeah. I'm like <laughs> Yeah. Culturally I'm just Jewish. glad that the Orthodox women cover their elbows and knees and <laughs> collarbones. You know that's so that the men don't get turned on. Yes, yes. Yeah, and because it's, it's working. Right, because there's nothing that turns me on like a woman's elbow. Right, yeah, exactly. When I see a woman's elbow, I oh, just you gotta come, go to town. I come immediately. That's the thing is that you can fuck anything. An elbow, yeah. if you get it tight enough, oh, it's a yeah. good time. Yeah. Good time <laughs> for a man. Uh, I just put my tongue right in there. Yeah. Um, well, here's something up for debate. Sure. Do I strike you as Jewish? Because I am... I am Jewish on my mom's side. Then you are. I mean, in the religion. But yeah. yes, you do have Jew. I, I'm getting a There's vibe. There's some Jew on Yes. Here. Because I grew up here in the city. Most of my friends growing up, I went predominantly Jewish school. Yeah. But I'm totally non-religious. Had no idea that I even had that my mom, my mom didn't even know she was half Jewish. Really? Yes. And then, so now I get into f- debates with Jews <laughs> about whether or not I'm Jewish. And I feel culturally pretty jewish then you are yeah, yeah you if find you out you're like, that's it. why i've had a stomach ache for 20 years <laughs> do you compl- it's a jewish let me ask you i'm always I'll ask you some question yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 do you complain a lot ah, all the time and you have stomach issues i do i have so i bloat i bloat like nobody you like business. sour like do you like pickles and I sour love cra- pickles you're pretty jewish <laughs> <laughs> that's all it takes and a confusing combination of nervous but angry like nervous <laughs> about everything but enough confidence to be like like fuck you that's so jewish Wanna hear my favorite jewish joke yeah i didn't write this but okay. what did the waiter say to the group group of jewish women sitting in a restaurant hello is anything okay <laughs> that's great isn't that an amazing we were joke? talking about street street jokes right before you got here oh yeah yeah like just favorite street street jokes my dad my, my dad would like tell us street jokes all the time when he told us this can i tell it again yeah, it was like it. we were like 11 years old it was like too young for this joke but he was like okay it was a street joke where there's these two guys that are stranded on an island and after like two weeks the first guy's like there's sheep here. I'm going to fuck a sheep. You're not going to not. I'm not. I need to fuck something. And he starts fucking the sheep. And they say that the other guy is like, that's gross. I'm not doing that. By the way, delivery much better this time. Thank you so much. I've been with it was a mic earlier. Doing the reps. <laughs> <laughs> and then like two years go by. The second guy is like, all right, we're not getting rescued. I'll I'll do it. And he picks a sheep and he starts fucking it. And the other guy starts laughing at him. And he's like, you've been doing this for years. And he's like, yeah, but you chose the ugliest one. <laughs> Isn't that good? It's That's a good my favorite street, street joke. joke. <laughs> I don't know a lot of street jokes, but anyway, should we should we get into the gay sex? Yes. Why not? I'm, I mean, I I'm I love talking about sex. I so do you ever feel as a comedian like do you get because I do a lot of, I have a lot of sex material and I know my fan. You know what? No, I'm not doing this. This is for a different podcast. <laughs> you have a podcast, right? I did. I'm starting a new one soon. What What's the new? It's going to be like a, I do a lot of characters. Yeah. And so I'm going to do like a sit down interview kind of thing and also add character stuff. It's going to be like a variety show kind of podcast. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I love the, I love character podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there very few of them out there and mm. not a lot of them are very good. Yeah. But when someone's really good at a character, yeah. I love character podcasts. They're really fun. I've thought about doing it. But I don't think I'm a good enough character. Oh, God, we should do something. When I start mine, I'm going to have you on and we'll do some characters together. I really, because I want to, what I want to do is like a bro 
Oh, I, I want to be a I podcast do a bro. bro. One. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta send you some. I do a character called Matt, where I, I, I it's, it's really funny. He's disgusting, <laughs> and you could just w- throw on your hat and do it. Yeah, with exactly. Me. I don't it's have amazing. to change much about myself. To actually, <laughs> I just lower my voice a few, a few. Yeah, notes I'm like, and... how you doing? It's Matt. It's really my father. <laughs> my, my Matt is me, my father. Is your dad named Matt? No, he was named Jeff, but that it, the character is my is father. Is your dad? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I would love to do it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell a story. You and Alex requested that I finish the Brazilian MILF arc. Ooh, I mean, it sounded enticing. And since we have a MILF in the room today. <laughs> oh, wow. I love um, that. Are you okay with being called a MILF? Yeah, of course. Great. I like it. I have this reverence for you. I'm not sure how much I can, I can like. No, you can say you. anything you want to me. Okay. I don't get. I don't get sensitive about stuff. I'm, and I'm being very open. About- it makes me feel good. Like, I like being a MILF. That's hot. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, they're going to tell you for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. So basically, the story, I've told a few episodes story about this Brazilian MILF that I was sort of hooking up with. And this is the, the I believe this is the end of the arc with the Brazilian MILF. You mean like, you believe this is the end as in like, you might fuck her another time? No, no, no. I believe like, I believe that we've closed the door. Oh, okay, I mean, I don't okay. know. Maybe she'll listen to this and she'll write in and be like, the door is not closed. Maybe I just ruined my chances with the Brazilian MILF by saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you've been listening, you know that you, you did. Alex just pulled out the notebook. Cut. Cut. <laughs> Ashley must fuck Brazilian MILF again. Um, I was hooking up with this woman. The thing is, we never had sex. Really? She. We just had the most intense foreplay uh, I mean, hours and hours of foreplay, but she didn't want to have sex. She really, I think she really liked the buildup. Yeah. So we just had hours and hours of foreplay to the point where it broke my brain. Yeah. Like, That's I don't know if so you, well, amazing. you probably haven't been in this situation, but given that you're a gay virgin and all that. <laughs> Is it kind of like when you want to eat a peanut butter and jelly, but then you can't eat it? <laughs> <laughs> I only have like <laughs> I only have virgin reference. No, I know you're talking like about. You're it's like stirring you wanna... the peanut butter, but you can't. <laughs> it's like when you want to beat a video game, but then you just kind of like walk at, back and forth. No, I know, I know. What you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> Actually, this is kind of funny. When I when I took my first stand up comedy class, I took over Veronica Mosey, yeah. who's great, and I was trying to do the. I don't remember what joke I was trying to write, but she was. She said, and another guy in the class said that the first time he had sex. It was like as soon as he was inside of this woman, he couldn't control himself. It was like a bear grabbed him by the hips and started shaking him. That's how I felt with the Brazilian MILF during all the foreplay. I was just like I out was of your mind. Total bear mode. Yeah. I like could barely keep myself together. Yeah. Do you have like a thing for older women? No, I don't I don't have like a thing in either direction. This is like a very common write-in. People will listen to one hour of my personal life every week. And then they'll be like, I know you're super into MILFs and only MILFs, so here's this. And I'm like, you guys don't. It was just her. Yeah. Well, no, I've hooked up with other women who I've hooked up with other moms. <laughs> but no, it was just you had this thing yes, with her. Exactly. That you, the chemistry with her. It's such incredible yeah. chemistry. Right. But the issue is she had like a primary partner. She lives on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. There's just no way that right. this could go anywhere. Yeah. And I really liked her, but I wasn't going to allow myself to have feelings. Yeah. So I put a little bit of distance between me and the MILF. Right. Mm-hmm. A safe MILF distance. Yeah. A yard. <laughs> a good front yard away yeah. from the <laughs> riding my bike. I a never moat. crossed into the You yeah, have a strap exactly. on on and you're like, this is the distance. I have to be exactly. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a CDC thing. You have to be at least six inches away <laughs> yeah. from the MILF. Yeah. So, but then I went to, I went to another city to do stand up, 
and I had forgotten that she lived in this city oh. or like nearby. Mm -hmm. And then I'm doing stand-up comedy. I'm on stage and I look out into oh. the audience and there she is. Yeah. Oh my God. Just milfing. <laughs> <laughs> she has a kid suckling at her tit. In the oh, and just, you're like, yeah, you want to be there. I want to be baby. Too, on the other one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because I don't get that a lot. Yeah. I do love that feeling. Yeah. Cause you know when you're just like you're working really hard and you're the more the harder I work, the more I want to be baby. Me too. Yeah. Do you get to be baby? <laughs> no. <laughs> never, never get to be baby. No. Yeah. Yeah. Your mommy. Well, <laughs> no. I. <laughs> such an interesting question. No, I mean like I get taken care of in certain love language, like cooked for, cleaned, yeah. and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. not like nurtured and babied. And I and I I like that. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's really nice when someone can do that. And she was very much that way. That's nice. She was super toppy too in this very feminine way. That That's I, hot. that I really I, mean, yes. I love that totally. I mean, yes. Top. Yeah. And yeah, I get the, out of here. Yeah, that is my true type. Yes, like me too. a powerful feminine me too. person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I say feminine blazer. She had a blazer. Me on. too. Because she's she's a lawyer. Oh my so, god, dude. she sounds amazing. She's, she's wonderful. She's perfect in every way, and I will yeah. never. She's got this primary partner, and she lives on the West Coast. I mean, what this I is a do? Jewish girl's dream. Like. <laughs> <laughs> And she can Brazilian. fuck you and then sue you. <laughs> <laughs> and she did. And that's why we can't see each other anymore. Um, so what What would I get sued for by the Brazilian MILF? Like, I don't know. Like I'm down there too long. A pretty, yeah. cl a pretty clit. For loitering. For <laughs> loitering. Loitering. I was just Amazing. loitering in her, in her pussy for way too long. She could buy she, something she, or get she, out. Yeah. <laughs> She issues me a cease and desist while I'm going down on That's her. She's amazing. She's been down there for you've been down there for three yeah. hours trespassing. Right, exactly. There we go. You get a we... parking ticket. <laughs> Your fingers get a parking ticket. <laughs> so no standing zone, ma'am. I'm down there long enough. They give my fingers the boot, so I can't actually. Anyway, but that was a good riff. That was a sick. That was a sick. It's great. It's uh, a great clip. Lawyer, lawyer, li exactly. That's what we're just clipping. This podcast is actually it's terrible. It's only for the clips. It's just for the clips. Um, Everything sucks but that one riff. <laughs> uh, that's my worst fear, honestly, that people will see the clips and then they don't like the podcast. Um, yeah. But so I finally, we went back to my hotel room. We finally had sex. And when I... <laughs> <laughs> this is so embarrassing. This is a little graphic. That when I tell you that the way that I came was the most like it was true MILF because I reverted to being a teenage boy. Yeah. <laughs> because she 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 fingered me. That was that's what she did. Mm -hmm. And I just grabbed her boob. <laughs> and when I tell you that I gripped that boob like it was like my life source, like I was hanging <laughs> off a cliff. See, I'm picturing it like you in a movie where you're like like grabbing onto like a like a rock climbing wall. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? exactly. And she, she It was like the insurrection. <laughs> the, what do you mean? Oh, climbing up the <laughs> climbing up the wall. Yes. I mean, well she had she was she was a very I don't usually describe women's bodies on the podcast, but it was great. She's a Brazilian milk. <laughs> oh my god! You, you, she's you said Brazilian milk. I mean, yeah, I'm picturing the whole thing. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah. she's beautiful. And I, I just, 
ah! And it truly was like I was a little boy because it was it was like the first boob that I had ever touched. <laughs> and and it was so all she had to do was like lightly finger me, and I came so fast. Oh my god, I just came. I mean, this is amazing. <laughs> it was great. It was really great. It was so simple. The sex was so for all the buildup we had. Yeah, you know, over weeks and weeks and weeks of long distance communication. She was here, I was there. You had like but two months build of build up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I'll ever see her again, but she was lovely. She's a lovely person. I'm so grateful. I know she listens. Oh, she needs to come around again. I hope so. Yeah, I hope she comes back to New York and we can hang out because I like her as a person. She's really smart. She's a great job. She's a she's a sounds like a wonderful mom. <laughs> yeah, that's why you came because of her personality. <laughs> yeah, I came so hard I just grabbed like her, her sense of self. You're like, no, you grabbed her huge tits. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I grabbed her knowledge of archaeology. You know? I was just gripping to dear life on a nurturing, a nurturing kind personality. <laughs> um, but that's my gay sex from this week. I know it was good. You seem like really moved by that story. Was that yeah, this part of week? my body moved? No, that it was a few weeks ago. <laughs> oh, that's so great. What a it's a nice story. Thank you. I have not had gay sex this week. Listener, don't forget to support the Patreon. Patreon.com slash WHGS. That's how we pay Alex. He is a full-time employee of the podcast. We could not pay him on ads alone. Me also. This is full-time work. So please consider going and donating. And in return for those donations, you get bonus episodes. You get comped tickets when I'm in your city. Um, you get extended, unfiltered, uncut episodes, um, weekly access to my Zoom stream of my show in New York, and lots of other stuff. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Listener, don't miss me when I'm in your city. I'm touring 25 cities this year, and the best way to hear about it is via one text or email a year from me, AshleyGavin.com. You can go sign up, and it enters you to win free tickets or even dinner with me anywhere in the U.S. as long as you are over 18 and in the continental U.S., um, I have an international mailing list, too, for when I start touring Canada and Europe and Australia and stuff like that. AshleyGavin.com. Listener, spring has sprung. Love is in the air. And that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day. And then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boothang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to HelixSleep.com slash gay sex, take the two-minute mattress quiz, and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it, and there's a 10 to 15-year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex and use code helixpartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I, I Did I ask you if you've had gay sex this week? You said that you're like kind of toppy. Well, you said yes. two things that were sort of interesting to me. You love eating box. You mm -hmm. said that like four or five or six times. <laughs> I said it twice. <laughs> I think three times. I'll say it again. I do. <laughs> yeah, because I'm an eater. You know what I'm saying? So I like, I, I mean, I am an eater. I've always been an eater. Like at a uh, diner? 
Um, or <laughs> you mean eating box at a diner? <laughs> Do I like to go down on women at a but diner? I mean, like, sure. Are you are you literally I'm, is are you a food fan or is that what you're saying? I'm or? a food fan. Yeah. yeah, I grew up. I mean, again, Jewish. You know, like food is our thing. Um, so I've and I've always like dealt with food issues. Um, been a food addict. I lo- I love to eat. Um, so that's like. I love doing I I love sex period. I haven't had sex this week. Um at least I don't know of if I have. <laughs> I mean I could have cuz again I disassociate. Um and I'm I'm feeling tired so I may have. I just forgot about. <laughs> Because your parents, this is sort of that, these are the avenues that I'm sort of interested in talking about. You have four kids, you said? Yeah, so I have four daughters. I have one with my ex. I have two baby mamas. Um, Right. Yeah, so I have a 16-year-old with my ex, and I have three with my current, one six-year-old. I like that you say your current, as if there's a possibility. (laughs) I'm currently pregnant. (laughs) Yes, yeah, I'm having triplets. Um, No, I have I have a six year old and twin three year olds. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, and I'm like I'm I'm on the road all the time because I have to support all these kids. I know, I know, Ashley. I mean, seriously, it's a lot. It's a lot. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going. I never thought I'd have kids. Really? Never, never in a million. So years. how did it happen? I couldn't say no. I was a codependent for many years. So it's like I I want kids. I'm like okay. Like I just, you know. And did you guys that's like, the truth. do sperm donor or yes, did you guys? Yes, okay. Yes. And we they used, carried all yes, these women. Yes, okay. I never. All these women. These <laughs> thousands of women. All 68 women. You're the women Will carried. Chamberlain yes, of lesbian yes. comedians. I'm Nick Cannon. Yes. <laughs> I um No, I I actually uh, never thought I'd have kids. I never once for one second in my entire life, and this is not a joke, thought of having a child myself because I feel very male in a lot of ways. Yeah. And just would think I it would be insane for me to carry a child. Um like I would it would I would it would never even cross my mind ever for a second. Did yeah. you ever think of So this is the thing that throws people. I really want to have a kid. I right. want to do both. Uh-huh. I want my whoever my partner is to carry I I mean it's up to them yep. obviously yeah but I also would like to carry because I think it's so interesting it's to see amazing. it from both sides it's mm-hmm. amazing yeah and I wish that I but it, for me it would be so unnatural so that's why I'm so sensitive to all the genders like I would feel so unnatural yes to have a child inside of me yeah so yes both women carried uh my ex Shari carried my daughter Zoe and then Danielle carried uh, Isabella, Madison and Charlotte. Madison and Charlotte are twins. I mean, my kids are incredible. They're beautiful. I have like my own women's march. I have four daughters. <laughs> I have four daughters. I have four daughters. And they're constantly carrying signs. You yep, know, you're a lesbian. You have a lot of concerns. Right. Well, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm the of course, like the, the religious rights say, I am trying to make all of them gay. <laughs> um, that's, all, that's the only reason really why I decided to have kids was to turn all of them gay and make them well, big Well, your dykes. oldest is 16. Um, yes, my oldest is 16 and she is an actress and has an agent and just filmed a pilot. She's amazing. Oh my God. That's yeah, incredible. She's, uh, incredible. She's incredible. Is she straight? She, uh, she actually, she dated a girl. She's, she's bi. She's totally open. She's amazing. She's an amazing kid. We got to have your daughter on I the know, podcast. I know. Zoe needs to come on. And if you heard her singing voice, she, you would flip. She's unreal. She's, um, she, we have to have her on. 
She's unbelievable. I think I might have to legally have you here. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't think I can have a 16-year-old on a show called We're Having Gay Sex. <laughs> yeah. Where she, the opening line is, we're having gay sex with Zoe Curse. Is it Curse? Callie. She Ka- goes by Ka- Zoe Callie. Oh, yeah. Zoe Callie. Yeah, we're having yeah. gay sex with Zoe Callie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's on my TikTok and my Instagram. A lot of people follow. A lot of I comics follow her. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. She's great. She has a great sense of humor. I'm blessed. I am so blessed. It has been, it's it's so weird. I never thought I'd have kids and now I have these four daughters and it's just like, I get to help shape these girls into women, like incredible people and make a difference. And it's it's like really beautiful. My my mother's like, the only thing I, my mom's a therapist and so open and, you know, has been with women. Like she's now with men for many, many years, but like so open and old hippie, That's like awesome. Reiki master and like incredible So person. coming out to her was not- To like her a- was nothing. She, all she cared about is that, you know, I would be, cause I came out so many years ago. I came out, I mean, talk 27 years ago. So at that time, you know, she all she cared about was that I would be treated horribly and wouldn't be yes. able to walk down the street holding hands with the person I love. And, you know, that was her big concern that I would be beaten up or whatever, but also that I would never have kids, that she would never have grandkids. Mm-hmm. And now look, like I, she has four granddaughters with me. Like, she, it's amazing. This is I something mean, I say to our young listeners who, yeah. when they come out and their parents are supportive. We ideally you want to live in a world where the reaction is immediately, I love you. I'm so glad that you told me. I'm so proud of you. But we don't live in that world yet. No. And really listen to what your parents are saying because sometimes hidden in that negative reaction is actually their fear for you having the best life mm-hmm. that you can. And that absolutely it doesn't excuse the we want to get to I'm not saying, but in a practical level, when you come out to your parents, if they're saying, Oh, what about grandkids what about all people hurting you they're operating from a place place of fear because they do love you and if you can have patience and empathy even though you're not getting the reaction you deserve i hope i'm walking this line very am i I'm with you my dad cried and was very um said is it my fault you know my parents kind of came from that like yeah yeah 60s 70s so it it did come out in that way of is it my fault you know you're going to be treated horribly so it was more of that fear and kind of yeah uh but in that if that's a reaction there's room for growth there is what i'm saying because if they're mm-hmm. operating from a place that they want your well-being, they are going to come around. And once they understand that you can have a safe, secure, yeah. healthy life, well, they understand that you're going to be okay and you're actually going to be more okay. This is the only way for you to be okay. Exactly. To, they'll like, they'll figure it out, hopefully. Very good yeah. hall monitoring there. Thank you. <laughs> I'll put a little, <laughs> little badge on your sash. I get a gold star. <laughs> gold yeah. star for Maddie. Yeah. And the, what, the other thing I wanted to comment on was you were so honest with what you said earlier when I was like, oh, how did, you, how did you end up having four kids? And you were like, I'm a codependent. Yeah. And you will never hear a parent speak that honestly because a lot of times I feel like when the kid, when, when you obviously love your children. More than anything in the world. Exactly. They're the really the, you know, I'm a 
like I am an anxious person and depressed. I would not be a comic if everything were okay. <laughs> <laughs> I went for a master's in social work at NYU. Like I came from, you know, where I, uh, a family where I could have worked for my father and made a lot of money, but I decided to choose this career where it's kind of, you know, a lot of rejection, depression, you know, whatever. Um, my kids are the only thing that truly brings me happiness in my life. Like when I'm with them, I, I am happy. Like I get more love from them than anything there's no audience there's no applause mm. laughter email like there's nothing that gives me the happiness that my children give me I can say that with my everything and I did not always want kids yeah that's mm. the truth I'm not gonna lie and tell people like you know and I it's the truth I was not kind of girl that grew up I was a major tomboy I was I've always you know I was always like self-involved and like I wasn't like oh my god it's my dream to have kids I was not that person and I think a lot if a lot of girls or women are honest they would probably say the same thing there are yeah. a very big group mm. of women that would say that I that's the only reason I want to mention it wasn't a critique of you I yeah no I, I don't feel that I think all. it's good for people to kind yeah. of hear like because we associate in the queer community, I feel like kids, the picket fence, yada, yada, yeah, yada. Yeah. Do I really want them? And like, and now I have that. Yeah, and you have I have career. a house. I have my kids. They run around backyard and I'm happy. And and, and, and you're never there. And that's probably <laughs> why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the great thing is at this point, I can make, you know, uh, like you can make my schedule however I want now and be home a lot with them and then go out on the road and, you know, Zoe can come with me on gigs and that is so cool. That's awesome. awesome. And then eventually they can. And like, I'm going to Disney with my kids next week for the whole week and taking off comedy and taking them to Disney and I can do what I want, but please make content at Disney. <laughs> oh, I know you're on vacation, but I want to see a person <laughs> complaining about the fucking lines. I want to, <laughs> be four hours of just you riffing in a line about I'm everyone around you yeah but it's like you know I just didn't know and I also a lot of that was fear because I had a tough childhood like a ton of people did I'm not being a victim like I had a but I did yeah I did my dad was really 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 tough on me my mom was never around she was a therapist helping everyone else and mm. I was very afraid to have kids I was mm. very afraid I didn't know how I was like I don't know how to parent a child what if I make the same mistakes my parents did I was petrified to have children so that was a lot of why I didn't want to have children and also I was petrified that something was going to happen to one of my kids oh god yeah there was a huge fear of that and not to be you know depressing but this is honest god truth and some people watching this or listening to this follow me and know this I have a sick kid I have a, my six-year-old has heart disease and has had three open heart surgeries and a stent so like I, I did come true um not that God forbid she not that she didn't pass, but she's sick and she needs more open heart surgeries. So, you know, this did happen in my life and I have I am dealing with it. And she has she has parents that take care of her and love her. But, you know, this is real. This is life. This is shit people deal with. And and that was a fear of mine. Yeah. You know, and it happened. And it you know what? It happens to millions of parents and what it did for me and my life is it made me so grateful for the things I have. And it made me like I've spent a ton of time in children's hospitals and I've seen what other parents have gone through and it's grounded me and it's made this comedy career and all this shit so not matter. Mm. Like 
it's really amazing because that, yeah right it's that's, like no no go on no it's like once you deal with stuff like that it makes all this other stuff not even matter and it makes my children even more important to me it's interesting how life works it's just fascinating the thing is that this is a gay sex podcast so i'm gonna have to move away from this topic very quickly yeah um that did not get a laugh at all. Oh, I, thought, I thought it was hilarious. No, nope. just a full, just a full bomb on the sick kid riff. Just an absolute. A do you know how dark I? Do you know how dark I am? Do you know how dark I am? I was gonna literally go into like, well, my wife and I did fuck at the children's house. I was gonna. I'm so dark that I was gonna ride with it, but I didn't. Yeah, I was just looking for the riff space because yeah. you, what you were saying was so beautiful. I was like, oh, I'm gonna fucking nail. I love nail that. I love that you went there. Are you kidding? <laughs> this is what's going through Ash's head right now. <laughs> but because you know, but yeah, I mean. I've I've no comment. I can't relate to that at all. Other <laughs> No, but the it, thing is is like the point is is that there's that's the reason why I think it's as fear that I didn't want kids oh, or what yeah. This is the genuine thing I was gonna say. The genuine thing I was gonna say is it's interesting because I heard this from a straight person, but she was talking about how if you have kids and your kid is trans and you're not happy with that, you shouldn't have been a parent. Yes. Yeah. You have to be prepared for whatever is on the other side of that cervix. Absolutely. <laughs> and so many people it's I think not going to be like, what you think it's going to be and there's going to be challenges and that's the scariest part but like, you know, obviously you guys have dealt with it and have a beautiful family and you oh, have a Oh, of course, life. and everything will be okay, but it's like that's so true. It's like don't have kids if you don't if you don't know, I mean, anything can happen. And anything. you love your child no matter what. I mean, I get in I get enraged with these parents. It's like it's enraging. Yeah. Don't have a child. Don't. If you don't accept, you're not going to accept them no matter what. It's 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 a tough thing. But, you know, I, yes. I mean, the thing is, is that that's why there isn't a lot of sex because there's a lot of kids. And, <laughs> you know. There, and a lot of heart surgeries. There's a lot of heart surgeries. Yes. There's there's one daily. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> We started GoFundMe for for the daily uh, heart surgery that that your kid is. Having. Yeah, yeah. No, there's is she gonna is she all right? She is. She she's okay for now. She's stable, but she needs more. She needs more heart surgeries, and things could always be worse. You know, um, I'm just gonna keep masturbating, thinking about them, because <laughs> nothing turns me on like the heart surgeries. You know, that's what gets me really turned on. I just when I masturbate, that's all I think. You know, some people think about porn or visualize the sex they've had. I visualize the heart surgeries. Just the doctor snapping. The yeah, latex the whole glove. fucking thing. The whole, yeah. cutting of the open. You know, the putting the mask on. The whole thing. Thing just really turns me on well thank you for that's sharing. the clip <laughs> thank you for sharing that and also i'm sorry my joke bombed um i'm sorry okay. to the community about the really dark joke that i did that bombed <laughs> i will admit the timing of it was not great i was really I looking it, for that i window. give you credit you got to stick them in there and just see what happens yeah well, that's what people like about the podcast that it's a combination of heartfelt and funny but you don't always nail it and uh, <laughs> so we're going to we're going to go out on that. Can, can we go? Do you have time to go to Maddie? Yeah, of course. All right. Maddie, did you? That was very. Thank you for sharing. Oh, I had course. no idea. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, 
it's this sharing that will help people that's that are listening because yeah. trust me a lot of people that are listening and and watching deal with shit like that i mean almost everyone has some kind of issue in their life and that's yes. and also you have to laugh and you have to make fun of it like i was just joking oh, those about. are the people that will laugh the hardest oh, it's yeah. the people without sick people in their life that get the most tense about those types of jokes because they they don't have the need for the release i know so they're mm. you know yeah. yeah and people always try to compare them like oh i have a job oh yeah you know i i know uh i i know i've i've had heartburn i've had a lot of heartburn. <laughs> i'm like you know how people have to make it about themselves right, yes <laughs> oh my dog had diarrhea last week i mean the medical stuff it's a mess i know <laughs> <laughs> it's so true it's like why are we back to you and your gas when i'm talking about my daughter's heart i think people think they're trying to empathize. they are they're, but they're, shut they're, up yeah, i mean exactly. really this yeah. is not the same thing you're fucking ankle hurts and i'm talking about <laughs> right well anyway maddie did you have gay sex this week uh no you did not <laughs> <laughs> ashley's never gonna ask that question and mean it you're like <laughs> did you have fucking gay sex this week man <laughs> i did not have gay sex this week still a gay virgin um Wow, I wish I had something emotional. We actually, when we're in the new studio, we need to get a chalkboard and and mark the days that Maddie has not this had This was the worst decision of my life to join this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a public humiliation. No, you, that's good. It'll be a lot of it'll be a lot of chalkboard. You're marks. new to the pod, so let people know that I that you are doing this willingly and that these jokes don't hurt your feelings. I'm Do doing it. this willingly. I'm using a Morse code. <laughs> I'm sending you my latitude and longitude through my eyes. <laughs> Look at her face. Uh, She's amazing. <laughs> She's so funny. Oh, thank you. She's so, so funny. funny. <laughs> She's 23 years old. Really? Um, so so let's calm down on the virgin thing. Okay, I got time. <laughs> thank you. Well, I'm a little baby. Um, I have not had gay sex this week, but I did want to tell an IUD story. I have an IUD. I have an ID and then you can't even tell now because I gained a lot of weight. I'm like, if somebody fucked me and could feel my IUD through the fat rolls now, it'd be like princess and the pea. You know what I Wait, mean? It would be like, like <laughs> it would be like if you can still tell the IUDs there, you're like a sweet Wait, little princess have, because it is buried. I have straight questions. Yes. You can feel an IUD? Yeah, you can? No, well, here's the story. You're not supposed to because the strings, so it's like in your- Strings? strings. <laughs> I don't know the straight stuff. Yeah, I don't know it either. Okay, this is where I can be a liaison. I got the IUD. My boyfriend at the time asking the same question. I was this, <laughs> I was showing him a diagram of like, so this is where they're going to put it. And he went, do I fuck that part? And I was like, no. Do I fuck that part? <laughs> <laughs> men like lack object permanence like a baby like if their dick's not there they don't think it exists <laughs> she's still doing the bit <laughs> That's i'm gonna, try, I'm gonna drive home like that <laughs> do i fuck that part and i was like no you don't fuck that part that's just a part of my human body that i need to live i'm sorry that you can't use it uh but he <laughs> the way it's like in your uterus i think and then the strings come down through the end of your cervix and when they first are there they're like hard and pointy and they soften and eventually if like someone with a dick is fucking you they won't feel it like they shouldn't feel it but the first two days they're still pointy and i didn't maybe know don't it. fuck those days well you well, they should they should tell you that <laughs> here's where i went wrong they don't tell you that no i got the iud from like planned parenthood and god bless planned parenthood but they are like they mean business they were like they were like here's an advil five minutes before you got to get the iud and you walk in and there's like an edward scissor hands amount of like metal instruments on the table oh, and you're like god, oh those scary. are all going in me cool we need like, health care 
Yeah, it's please. I know. We need health care. I mean, again, God bless Planned Parenthood, but like it was, <sighs> they were like, we just got to get it done. And right. So they I have a long line in, of people without right. health care. Yeah. Yes. They, they, so they put in IUDs like a conveyor belt. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like someone making a sandwich at Chipotle. They just kind of slide you down the line. <laughs> or one of those so, sushi, like those sushi <laughs> conveyor oh, those belt sushis. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the I Love Lucy scene. They're trying to like fit IUDs into everyone before they walk out. <laughs> it's really fast. So I got now that. they're working double time. They are really <laughs> yeah. cranking them out. Now yeah, now's the time. But so I got the IUD and then my boyfriend at the time, we like, <laughs> like the next day I was like, all right, IUD, I'm good to go, baby. 100% not how it works. Okay, can I get graphic? Yeah. Of course. I, he, I said yeah. I clutched a boob for dear life today. <laughs> go ahead. He, well, okay, so we fucked, and then he was like, this doesn't seem right, and his dick had, like, scabs on it <gasps> because it was, like, still sharp, and I was like... Very feminist of you. To, you. to harm your boyfriend's dick with your <laughs> IUD. I kind of like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's You're taking your power I'm gonna back. I'm going to get something sharp in me when I'm not in a good relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an IUD. <laughs> yeah, you can have a fresh one every day. So I call Planned Parenthood and apparently, well, because I Googled it first. <laughs> you call Planned Parenthood. You're like, I'm having women's troubles. <laughs> I stabbed my boyfriend's dick somehow. Yeah, with he's my, like inside me. <laughs> <laughs> my pussy, my pussy's so tight. I, I stabbed it. I stabbed his dick. My pussy's so tight. I, I ruined his dick. I spaghettified his dick like a, like a black I hole. I cut my boyfriend's dick from inside of me. <laughs> He used my pussy to cut himself because he was like depressed. That's my what I tell Yeah, him. my boyfriend's cutting himself from my pussy. <laughs> it's, it's so tight he gets emotional. <laughs> and he has to cut himself with my pussy. My boyfriend's trying to kill himself from my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to kill himself dick first. <laughs> oh, man. We might have to put a trigger warning on that, Alex. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yeah, I yeah. know. That was a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> it always goes <laughs> yeah i know it's it's a com it's a comics episode yeah i, think. I know <laughs> definitely a comics episode but he <laughs> well he made it out okay if anyone's wondering but what's fucked up is you can get like before i mean this is not medical advice everyone call your doctor but what i googled and found was that like the iud is not effective at first and so you can in the first couple days you're not supposed to have sex especially not like penetrative sex with the dick because you can get pregnant and have the IUD and then the baby will just start to grow and be like, what the fuck is this thing? And everyone <gasps> right, right. involved will die. So I call Planned Parenthood. Including the boyfriend. He's bleeding out. Yeah, it's no good for him. It's a, a nightmare. <laughs> but so I call Planned Parenthood and I was like, hey, I, I, I got an IUD yesterday, but then I had sex and... I'm sorry. And the lady, <laughs> I'm sorry. You apologize. You, I felt so You dumb. apologize for, to Planned Parenthood yeah. for having sex. Well, and I thought they were going to be like, we're Planned Parenthood and we see you and we hear you and you're so brave. But That's the lady, great. The lady on the phone went, okay let me ask and she put me on hold she like laughed at me she was like oh that's crazy let's see and then she called and she was like yeah you gotta like take a plan b so i had like the cramps of the new iud oh my and God. a plan b on oh, top of that no. and i was like dude sex is not worth it this hurts so bad. it was like the worst week of my life and you're horrible. gay now yeah and now i'm gay <laughs> not even my sexuality didn't i didn't discover anything about myself i was just like you know what I'm tapping out. All right. <laughs> That's a great story. 
I also just love the Planned Parenthood because we we hold these places like to such a it's like Planned Parenthood. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But it really is just people trying to serve so many underserved people. I yeah. Know. Yeah. So I'm not it, surprised that you called in and she was like a oh, fucking idiot. Yeah. She, <laughs> she literally laughed at me. She went, okay. And I was like, no, I want them to like me. I was like, mom, like you want them to be proud of you. Like I wanted Planned Parenthood to be like, you're so brave. And it's so cool how much sex you're having. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're such a warrior. <laughs> we're Planned Parenthood, and we're proud of you getting pounded. <laughs> we're Planned Parenthood, and you just go to fuck. You raw dog the shit out of your boyfriend's scabbed up dick. You do you, boo-boo. You take chances. You're great. I think that's what Republicans think Planned Parenthood is. Yeah. <laughs> the Get Pounded Association. Right, right. Yeah. Planned Parenthood, don't take responsibility for your actions. <laughs> um, that's oh. a great story. Oh, thank you. Oh, well, now it's sitting, it's like out of commission. You know what I mean? It's like a museum of, it's the museum of my straightness in my uterus. Like, And if just, you want a ticket, you slide into Maddie's yeah. DMs. <laughs> if you want to check out the exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a little cum on the wall over there. <laughs> Well, yeah. thank you, Maddie. I oh. think you should try to maybe go knitting with someone. I take agree. Someone take it slow. Just they <laughs> they them... wanted to take me knitting to see how well I could use my fingers. It's like a test. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind. Of, maybe that is why so many lesbian activities are like rock climbing and knitting and crafts. It's just strength training. It's just like a, <laughs> they're they're checking out your dexterity. I just thought it'd be really romantic if we could like hang out for two hours and just kind of squeeze stress balls, you know, <laughs> get a good bump going. Do you play piano? <laughs> um, well, Maddie, that was great. Thank you. Um, we're going to do butt plugs now. <laughs> do you have anything that you're plugging? Where can people find you? And oh, what I you, thought you were going to insert on? one inside of me. I was so excited. That's the other part of butt, butt plugs. Great. <laughs> Make the face while we're putting in that. Yes, perfect. This is for the this, DM. This is for a YouTube episode. <laughs> if you haven't gotten that, by we should put that up front. This is a YouTube. I'll put it in the in the little um, the promo. Oh, I, I'm so glad. I love it. So, what were you saying? What do I want to plug? Yeah. What are you working on? Oh, I have all my dates are up on jessicacurson.com on my website. And I have a TikTok. Tick I have a TikTok because I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can go to my TikTok. And it's dancing, right? You do all the dances. I do a lot of dancing. I have to stretch right after this episode because I'm about to do a lot of dances. Just because some of our listeners, it's not dancing. It's stand-up <laughs> No, it is not dancing. And when I do stand-up, I don't even leave the mic stand. I literally don't. <laughs> That's true. You keep the mic I don't, stand. Yeah, I don't even walk away. I'm so lazy. But that's a. I won't get into it because we're at the end of the episode. But a lot of great comics leave the mic and they don't need it. They don't need the. Yeah, I'm. I do a lot of walking around. Yeah, I love what you do. It's great. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, yes, I, I, I do a lot on TikTok and then on Instagram. It's Jesse Kirsten on TikTok. It's Jessica Kirsten, and I'm working on a ton of stuff right now. I, I I made. I love your. I would love your viewers and listeners to watch Hysterical, which is on Hulu, because I made a documentary about female comics. That's right. I totally forgot. Yeah, it's great. People love it. Yeah, awesome. And there's it's, a lot of great female comics in it if you're looking for yeah, comics. Yeah, um, Margaret Cho, Kathy Griffin, um, uh, oh my Nikki Glazen, Fortune Feimster, Sherry Shepard. Kathy Griffin was probably one of my first comedians that I was like, oh, that is so, mm. like, I yeah. loved Kathy Griffin. And she is prolific. Amazing. And she talks about She's the whole the Trump story. And, so, and, and also the girl that dealt with the whole Harvey Weinstein 
That whole oh, scene Kelly is Bachman. In the, yeah, she's that incredible. whole scene is in the movie. It's called Hysterical. And it's on Hulu. Go watch it. Yeah, and see Jessica live because I talk about this a lot. Because a lot of people who listen and follow me, they have never seen live comedy in their life. Wow, and they've been hurt by comedy. They yeah. they, they have heard the oh my wife won't suck my dick, oh, and they've heard the homophobia. So they don't understand how good live comedy. Live comedy is better than anything that you can watch on the internet. Period. And it's so different. You'll watch someone do their hour live and then watch the special on Netflix. And yeah. even the special is amazing. Being in the room is like it's a million like times it. better. And you're never gonna get an experience like a Jessica Kirsten show. Thank you. That's period. very sweet to say. Thank like, you. Go see her. Thank you. If you like my stuff, you will love her stuff. Yeah, it's very similar in a lot of ways. Yes, Meaning, we like, we do scream at you. <laughs> you will be screamed. If you want to be screamed at, you have to go to well, one I, of our shows. That's why I like what you do because you're very in the moment and you're real. Like, I, I, I only laugh at comics who are real. When when things aren't going well, you know, there's comics who are just like, so anyway, I went to the store. I'm like, things aren't going well. <laughs> Say that things Say are not exactly. going well. That's the only comedy that I will laugh at. I'm like, it's not going well. It's so funny that everyone knows it. Yes. It's so funny that you're saying this because I had a particularly, I have a weekly show. Please do it. I would love to do your show. I heard it's amazing. I have friends that go all the time. I would like, do it anytime. Uh, I'll do it anytime. I'm going to lose my mind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> friends it's at the on show. Sundays, yes. right? And I'm th- always available There was a particularly, Sunday. I think you probably know this, and I love you guys so much as people, as an audience, because they're new to comedy and because they are queer. Yeah. It's sometimes a little tight. I'm, I I get it. I've done those shows yes. my entire career. I know. <laughs> so, and and sometimes I call them out yeah. and they were like, I was having a great time. Yeah, and it's I, like, well, would you fucking make a noise about it? Yeah, Please, for the yeah. love of God. They're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is. <laughs> yeah, you need, we need to, sex. we need to hear it and we need to understand like we're not okay we need to hear you <laughs> yeah and and i did a show last on sunday it was a particularly tight crowd oh boy and and i just the other comics and i respect them they just barreled through it you can't do it but i yeah no i was like i'm gonna fucking try and correct this situation i know and it was one of those nights where if you make a strong choice as a comedian to call out the audience and it doesn't fix it. I know. It's bad. It, you've it's never bad. seen a bomb it's like bad. it. I know. <laughs> You're absolutely it's murdering. Bad. Or you are having an atomic I, bomb, sort of like when I made fun of your kid's heart disease. <laughs> and it's you, I make fun of it. Listen, that's why I thought it was hysterical. I am so with you. Because normally you can turn it around. Normally nine out of you, ten times. When nine, you can, nine out of a hundred. When you can, it's a fucking nightmare. It's a nightmare. And and you know what I compared it to? I don't know if you've heard this yet. Air France. You remember that flight that went down? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you know the story of Air France, but it was a pilot. It was a pilot who refused to stop pulling up. So he, the flight's going. What you're supposed to do is to let it build speed. I love that you go just go down. 
build speed and get yeah, the flight. Yeah. But he kept pulling up, and that's what I was doing with the audience. I, know. I was like, I've you d- no, and I know. The, you know, I, and then we I, all die. I, you don't even know how much I relate to it because I'm a lot like you. We're very similar that way. I won't let it go because it's <laughs> because it's the truth. I'm a truth teller. Yes. And it's not going OK. And you guys listen, you got to like, what are you doing? I say to the audience, you, why are you here? You just should have gone bowling. Right. <laughs> why did you come here? You're at a comedy yeah, show. If you're not here you to let go. I've even gone as far to say, go, go up to Columbia and sit in a children's hospital. I've gone that far. I've said, go to the fucking law. Bobby, and sit in a children's hospital and look around because that's how fucking miserable you look right now. I've gone, I've gone crazy on people. Yeah, I I've gone to. crazy because I, they're these. They, they look miserable. I'm like, you look. I'm like, you look like you're at a shiva for someone that you love, like not even a, an acquaintance, but someone that you're like a, like a daughter or a parent, someone that's very close to you. Like a vet, like your husband or your wife, like someone that you like, you love, like your partner for life. That's who died. That's what you look like. Like, you're, like your dog is being hung in front of you. That's what you look like. It's horrible. You look miserable right now. I'm like, leave. Just go. You don't have to stay here. So I've said that to people. Yeah, it's and bad. Yeah, it's it's bad. But anyway, thank you for doing it. Yeah, this. I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> All right. I think did you plug everything you wanted to plug? Yeah. Yep. You plug everything you wanted to plug? Here we go. Patreon.com slash WHGS touring. We got Charlotte, Philly, Milwaukee, Ohio, St. Louis. I don't know if this will be out before St. Louis, but please come. Okay. Bye. Bye. Patreon. Game. Gay thoughts. Brought to you by the Patreon. Patreon.com slash WH. Alex, leave it. Leave it. Drop it. Alex. Drop the microphone out of your mouth. Stop, don't slobber on the microphone. Drop it. Leave all of that. <laughs> Patreon.com slash WHGS is what makes the pod possible. And my tour dates, AshleyGavin.com. Sign up for the text list. Sign up for my email list where I do stories and stuff like that. Uh, tell you what's going on in my life on a monthly basis. All this available in my bio link on any social media platform or at AshleyGavin.com. And the gay thought this week. Listener, I went to a wedding this weekend. I wore a suit. It was the first time that I felt really good about the way that I looked and my masculinity and my femininity in the suit. And I'm 34 and a half. That took a long time. I'm curious. Straight listeners, for this gay thought, did it take you that long? I feel like gay people, they go through this delayed adolescence in their 20s to really figure out who they are. So everything's delayed because we have no role models to kind of help us figure out things like formal wear or haircuts. So I'm curious how long it felt you felt it, it felt like it took you as a gay person to feel total or a queer person, whatever. You know what I'm saying? How long did it take you and straight people? Are we are we deluded? Because I think gay people would agree with me that it takes us longer. And it looks like straight people have it together. I'm curious how long it felt like it took you. I think it takes till college and for gay people, for gay people, it takes into their 30s. This wasn't the most thoughtfully constructed set of sentences that I put together, but I do think that the message is clear. Anyway, write in, let me know. And some of you have asked what you think write in means. It just means contact me. Mostly on Instagrams, we're in the most responsive. Have a good week, listener.